It's gonna snow tonight at eight, which is like always exciting, especially uh, if it hasn't snowed in a while or if it's only snowed once or twice this winter. I mean, snow is snow is a fun time. Welcome back. This is episode twenty-six of your favorite podcast ever, The Intellectual Kitchen, and I'm your host Max. And we're gonna talk about some more food. We're gonna talk about some more design because that is what we're doing. Uh, that's the theme, as one would say. That's the description. It is the design of food. That is who we are. Welcome back. I hope you're having a wonderful week as you uh, as you continue joining us on our continued daily journey, which is going quite fantastically, I might add. I'm really honestly thrilled and excited about this whole thing. And so today we're going to talk about uh, I, I don't know how to phrase this. We're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, a couple different sort of related things, maybe like salads, appetizers, and small plates, which uh, affectionately, in some parts of the world, are called tapas. Anyway, it's a fun time. So welcome, and here we go. Um, this this sort of thing is, uh, well meaningful to me because I think when your products are smaller and when your products are, ooh, how should I say this? When your products are, yeah, I mean, smaller and more numerous, you can focus your attention a little more on each one. And Sure, the quantity of things you're producing might go up as this as their size goes down, but interestingly, more often than not, it does seem that their quality also goes up, and that is because when you have, I think, when you have such a small item, a small plate, as it were, um, you're a lot more accountable for focusing attention attention to detail on that thing. And this is true no matter what you're doing. It doesn't need to be food. Because I think when when your end product, your end result, is so delicate and small, you you feel obliged to include some thought and feeling and warmth in the goodness of this thing. Um, And I think that is one reason why small plates are so well designed. Um, There are, are, uh, are things, there are, you know, there are these things called like small plates restaurants today and they only sell, uh, well, I mean, their, their, their mode of operation is that they uh, they have some small plates on the menu, and as a group or an individual, you would order a few and share if you're with multiple people, provided you know you're a you're a nice person willing to share. Um, and so really, like re- restaurants have built uh, a sort of culture and business around this idea of perfecting the little things, and. Yeah, you know, culturally tapas. It's a 
there are there's a historical background to the idea of small plates in which I am not admittedly well versed but uh, I think there's something to be said for the design background too uh, which is something I feel uh, more positioned to speak about only because I've thought about it a lot more um, small plates are great and they tie into this discussion of appetizers and salads because well appetizers are also small plates but when you go to one of these small plates places uh it's not it's not like there's it's not like it's a restaurant of appetizers it's like uh it's like appetizer sized meals and you combine a bunch together to uh to have some some awesome food one moment Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Amelia, do you have any thoughts on food right now? On food? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, I'm I'm just curious in term in terms of of of, of the show. In ter- of your show? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just curious if you have any have any like any thoughts at the moment, like any spur of the spur of the moment thoughts. Oh, any spur of the moment. Mac yeah. and cheese can vary greatly. Oh. It can be like really really good. That's but true. But it can also be really bad, and it can like there's so many different forms of mac and cheese. Right. Right. But, like they're all under the category mac and cheese. Like it can be big. It can be like stirred goopy. It can have a lot of cheese. It can have less cheese. It can be super fancy. Or it can just be crafted. It's all. It's all mac and cheese. Right, right. TJ and I, we, we briefly discussed mac and cheese because there was this uh, great mac and cheese food truck at a fair that I was at once, and it was really popular, but it was very okay. expensive. But it was just like solid, plain, really good mac and cheese. Oh, my God. It was it was really great, and there was a lot of it, too. It was big, and it was fantastic. I, I've been thinking a lot about small plates recently, and I feel like you could do interesting things with mac and cheese there. Right. Okay. Well, thank you. I I don't mean to uh, 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 extract any more food thoughts while you're on your adventure. But, no, I'm not on I'm just walking back to my car. Okay. Yeah. Hi. 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 Where are you right now? I'm in the. What about you? Oh. Okay. Well, I'm walking through the. I'll come right down. Okay. 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 Okay, one moment. Okay, bye. We'll be right back. All right, so that wasn't an unexpected turn of events, but that's okay. And we're back. And I was in the middle of talking about the idea of small plates and why... Hmm goodness where was i oh why they're different different from appetizers i mean you see small plates restaurants and the small plates culture has 
prided itself on being able to provide wonderful small plates that can add up to a meal. And while you can attempt to do that with appetizers, I just don't believe you get the same result. I mean, I have often seen people at restaurants who will, when they're not a huge fan of anything on the menu, order a couple different appetizers and piece them together to sort of make their own meal. But it's it's not, it's, you know, I'm sure it's good and it works for them and it's probably better than whatever they didn't feel like getting from the menu. But when you do this sort of thing in a small place restaurant, it's designed to be done that way. And so things are meant to go well together, sort of like, in the buffet, and we talked about buffets a bit in episode 20, but I had, you know, this concept of why can't things be designed to go together in a better way, to mesh well, as Cher would tell you, and it's, you know, things can be made to go together better, and and things can be designed to fit and mesh, but Doing it in a buffet is hard, and doing it in a small plates restaurant is a little bit easier. It's part of the culture. It's part of the way things are working. Now, all this is, yeah, as I said, a little different than appetizers, but appetizers do play in because, well, they are quite literally small plates. I mean, you have probably most commonly soups and salads as appetizers, and we haven't really talked about those at length on this show individually or as foods themselves. We've used them in terms of mixtures quite a bit and, you know, components and things like that to talk about how to build up foods and design things, but we haven't given a great deal of discussion to them as individual foods. Now, appetizers are wonderful, but the intention typically is that they'll, they'll be paired with, um, with a main course, a main event, a main meal. And so while that works, it's, it's just sort of a different working than putting a bunch of small plates together. Um, and salads, Honestly, kind of a different conversation because, yeah, they fall into the class of appetizers, but they can also very much be whole meals on their own. And I think it would be a bit of a disgrace to talk about salads as appetizers only and especially as something that is not a full meal and to sort of muddy it by only presenting it in the light of appetizers and small plates. Anyway, I do have to get going shortly, and this has been a bit of an unexpected turn of events in terms of what we talked about and how quickly and with whom, but I do hope you enjoyed this rather brief conversation about small plates and appetizers and salads. Hopefully we can, you know, continue it sometime soon. Hey, thank you for joining me. This has been episode 26, you know, theoretically anyway, of the Intellectual Kitchen. We talked about salads, we talked about small plates, we talked about appetizers, and we talked a bit about mac and cheese. I think it was a fun time, and I do appreciate you listening as always. Perhaps the recorded version and published version of this that you hear will be a little more continued. We'll have an addendum 
Uh, it was a little shorter than I expected, but maybe we'll add something else on. In the meantime, have a nice day. Enjoy yourself. And here we are again. As they say in, uh, I don't know what they say that in. Um, I'm back, uh... Mostly because uh, during the recording, uh, not not during the recording, the 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 original recording of this episode, episode twenty six, um, was fun, and I completely lost track of uh, my thoughts uh, after I got off the phone. But I listened to what I said a little bit more. Um, and I do want to just flesh out and finish out the conversations uh, that I was in the middle of, just to sort of uh, to tie up the loose ends, as I say, uh, the loose ends of the rope. And then uh, maybe I'll, I'll take a few minutes uh, as well, since this is, uh, well, this is uh, one of our last daily episodes. Tomorrow, Friday's episode will be our last episode in the daily series. Um, and and because of that, I just want to uh, take a few minutes. Excuse me, take a few moments to tie up some other general loose ends and uh, answer some some lingering last few uh, comments and questions that people had on our last few episodes. And then we'll be ready to uh, to really punch it tomorrow with a great uh, a great final. Uh, We'll go out with a bang, as they say. And of course, we'll be back weekly. Um, but tomorrow's going to be our last daily episode. And so uh, we'll be we'll set ourselves up to uh, to finish out strong tomorrow. Uh, without further ado, though, um, so I went back and listened to, uh, to what I was saying earlier in this episode. And I realized, uh, for the most part, I, I, I covered, uh, I think, just about everything I wanted to about small plates. And right before I got on the phone, I was saying... Um, I was saying how a small place restaurant is really making meals out of appetizers. And so, they're, you know, they're, what they're selling is the products they're selling are different from appetizers because um, they are not, uh, well, they're not, they're not designed to go before meals. They're designed to make a meal together. Um, and the, the sort of the loose ends that I have to tie up from this episode itself, uh, is the fact that I didn't talk, uh, at great length and, and, and the detail that I wanted to and make the points I wanted to about, uh, about appetizers and salads themselves. You know, one thing that's funny when you're recording is you, you, you stare at these, at these numbers and these colors and these bars representing your voice and you, and you know, I see, I see a green and a yellow bar and, and numbers ticking and and uh, and and levels, you know, reaching on the on the screens. But it's just so funny to, to that I'm I'm doing something so personal here. And and uh, as I as I listen to myself, all I see are these these colors and numbers and it's just funny. Anyway, ah, uh, those are my thoughts. Um, so. I, I I really wanted to drive the point that apples are not apples. Why did I say apples? <laughs> I meant appetizers. I really wanted to drive the point that that appetizers, excuse me, appetizers are um are different than small plates because when when you when you talk about small plates, you uh you have this 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 uh hmm. when when you talk about small plates y- y- they're designed and 
and created so that they make meals together, so that they're components of a meal. Appetizers, not so. It is not necessarily the case with appetizers. Um, appetizers are, for the most part, designed to come before your meal. I mean, they're called appetizers. I think the idea, at least back in the day, was to sort of get up your appetite, get you ready for the real good food. You know, it's not here yet, but here is some. Here are some fantastic snacks or little uh, bites to have uh, as as the main meal, the main course is prepared. And and of course, you know, as I said uh, earlier in the episode, people will um will come back uh, and and order uh, a few appetizers if they don't if they're not liking the look of of uh, the main courses on the menu. And that uh, I think that's that's fine. It's just. Uh, you know, if, 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 if you feel your best options, um, are, are, are going to be had by picking just a few appetizers from the menu, then that's great. But, um, I think at a, a small place, a tapas place or a small place restaurant, it's, uh, it's particularly, uh, it is particularly nice to be able to do that and works particularly well and maybe and a little better because the foods there as I said are designed to work together and to link together into one meal Um, and when you do it at a restaurant you're linking your own meal together of course Um, it's just that yeah you know I'm sure you'll like what you have but it might not have been thought of uh, in a in a particular way of going together so you might order, say, a salad and a, a you know a dish with, uh, with, with cheese and crackers, or, or a small, uh, smaller version of of one of the main menu items, and make that your meal. And they will both be good, but uh, I don't believe they'll be designed to go together as well as the different small plates at a small place restaurant will or will be. Um, so, so that's, but see, that's all appetizers in terms, strictly in terms of, uh, of small plates and how they, how they relate to small plates. Um, it's a little bit of a different story when we talk about, uh, appetizers. I mean, just in general, they're, uh, they're, they're their own thing. Um, they really are. And the art of the appetizer, you know, food, food, first of all, uh, design of food is not is not often thought of in everyday life. I don't think most people think about why their food was designed a certain way or how it was designed or things like that. Um, but appetizers especially, especially, are not given very much attention. Um, but I think you can make or break a person's restaurant experience based on an appetizer. I mean, if, 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 if you serve an absolutely horrid appetizer to someone, they might you know, leave the restaurant without, without really ordering something else. Um, if you serve something that's just okay, you know, then you're kind of in the middle. But if you serve a really wonderful appetizer, then they're going to be very excited for your main meal. And so, sure, they'll have higher expectations for the main meal than, than maybe than what they walked in with because they were so excited by the appetizer. But that doesn't mean the main meal has to be perfect because even if the main meal is is you know just plain good, the appetizer really influences the experience. And so the appetizer uh, 
pulls a lot of weight when it comes to averaging out uh, what was good about a restaurant and and what was liked and loved and and you know for example if someone is writing a review if someone is a food critic we should talk about food critics sometime we really should I would love to do that um, they will be be influenced by the pure goodness of of that appetizer um, finally salads uh, do you know do tie into this a little bit. Um, salads, I personally think of salads first and foremost as appetizers because, um, I, you know, I'm so used to, uh, you know, with my family eating salads before or with dinner, uh, I'm so used to seeing salads on, on appetizers, on appetizer menus occasionally getting them, uh, at restaurants when, when we see fit. Um, but salads, are you know res- restricting salads to be classified as appetizers is uh, is very limiting uh and not and not just by the nature of of the idea of restricting but really um when when you when you only think of salads as appetizers it's really very limiting in terms of uh in terms of what salads can do and in terms of what uh you can do with uh with your food um i say that not only because uh appetizer salads are are smaller but also because they're simpler so you know of course you know this is this is huge to sell uh to sell salads as a main meal to have salads as a main meal um and honestly it can be pretty good and and you might think if you've never had uh a salad as as a main uh as your main course before you might think well that's surely you know surely that's not enough food for me it's just vegetables and i need to eat more than just that today i want to get a big you know nice piece of steak or something um, but I'll tell you the few times that I have had, uh, have had salads as my main course, they've been rather filling, rather large, um, and rather complex. And I say complex, um, not, uh, not in a negative way. So I talked about over complexity of food, uh, a bit in episode seven, which was mixtures. I talked about, uh, Overcomplexity, the dangers of overcomplexity in food design in episode seven. Now, that is, oh, 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 you know what? No, 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 no. This might have been uh, Components, episode nine. Nine? I think it was nine. I think, uh, or 11, 11. I'm sorry. I, I believe I talked about uh, the dangers of, uh, the dangers of overcomplexity in food design in episode 11 of our show, which was components. Yeah. Episode 11 was components. Let's see. Is that when I talked about it? Yes. Dangers of too much complexity in food. So, um, salads are, salads as main meals are wonderful and, and, and they're not over complex. And I say they're more complex than salads as appetizers because I believe the chefs and the food designers and cooks, uh, feel, feel more at liberty to introduce new concepts or kind of crazy things or or larger scale ideas into salads when they are um, when they are full scale when they're being served as a full meal uh, and not just an appetizer, which is which is you know the opposite of what you might think. You might think if someone were to experiment, they'd want to do it with an appetizer first. They'd feel more comfortable in sort of that smaller, more uh, perhaps more intimate setting. Um, but but at the same time, and I think you can you can do a lot of experimentation directly through appetizers. But I think um, also you can do a good deal of experimentation through uh, through main um, main 
courses and main meals because that is where you're going to find the real fans of these things. So if you want to test out your crazy new salad, don't make it an appetizer because then everyone will want to try it because a lot of people get salad appetizers. If you really want to try out your crazy new salad and you think it's going to be a real thing for salad lovers and it's real big in, in the salad world, try it as a main course because then the people who love salad will try it. The people devoted to salad will try it. And hopefully they'll love it. You know, I'm sure they'll love it. I really am. I make no guarantees. But I bet if food is good, people will love it. People will come back for more. That's typically how the food thing works in my experience. Anyway, I don't own a restaurant. I think doing so would be rather stressful. But uh, I have uh, I've had some good food in my life. And I'm very, very happy and excited about that. Um... But I'm, I'm, I, I digress. I'm getting a little off track uh, of my, my, my ideas from salads. Um, so I want to return back to this and just and wrap up. So um, the, the, thing, the thing about salads as, as main courses is that there's, there's more freedom um, from a designer and, and a creator standpoint. And so you'll enjoy, I think, sort of the new ideas that people do with salads as main courses. And they're really, they're not boring. And, then they, and they are rather filling because they're large and they have more than just vegetables. It's more than just leaves and dressing. Oh, dressing. We should do dressing and, and sauces sometime. That'd be wonderful. I'm going to write that down. Um, it's more than just leaves. Salads as, as main courses are really quite exciting. There's a lot to them. Um, and they're perfectly filling. Just, in fact, I say this from experience, they're, they're just as filling uh, as a normal meal. And so I think in that sense, salads are, 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 are a really wonderful choice for a main meal um and they're just as good as as anything else they really are quite yummy quite filling um very full and you get a lot of a variety in flavor it's sort of the it's the it's the cold freshness of the salad that i really love um you can get you know you can get meat any day if if you uh if you're into that but um it will always be warm and, and it will always sort of have, I think in the same vein as, and if you're looking for something different, really, I encourage you try a salad, uh, as your main meal. If you're a vegetarian, you, you know what this is like, you know, that a really good, or, or, you know, or if you've, if you've done this before, you don't need to be a vegetarian. I'm just saying if you, if you don't eat meat as frequently, you've, you've, you've you're probably more likely to have had salads as main meals. Uh, and in that case, you know, really, uh, they can be quite good. All right, so that's a wrap on our on our trifecta for today. We talked about uh, we talked about small plates, we talked about appetizers, we talked about salads with a little interlude into macaroni and cheese. Now we're going to tie up the loose ends. I have just a few uh, a few uh, comments to address, questions to answer, and then we'll be we will be all set for our uh, our big finish tomorrow. Um, so, since we released our last catching up episode, which was episode twenty two. On Sunday the 10th, um, we we released Pi, Chipotle Play-by-Play, and Tools. So uh, there's a pretty significant follow-up on Pi. Uh, my friend Matt and I had a very intense, very long back-and-forth uh, text message conversation about Pie Crust. Matt said that, uh, in, his, in his opinion, Pie Crust is the best part of Pi. He was pretty emphatically uh, uh disappointed in me for not loving pie crust as he does and he, he's in the middle of trying to argue that pies are object are objectively good because they are objectively successful um i disagree but uh 
my for for clarification how i expressed my thoughts on piecrust were entirely my own views and uh, that is my own quite strong, I might add, opinion. Other people clearly feel quite differently, but uh, I'm holding strong on my on my dislike of pie crust. Uh, nothing against pie crust personally. I just think I think we can do better. Uh, Chipotle play by play. I I shocked uh, TJ as we were recording on that one when I told him that McDonald's uh, owns Chipotle, uh, and indeed. McDonald's did own Chipotle, so that that's a correction there. Maj- McDonald's, excuse me, McDonald's was a majority shareholder uh, in Chipotle. Uh, they they invested in Chipotle in 1998. Uh, I'm reading from a Business Insider article now, um, and by 2005 had a 90% stake in the business. One year later, in 2006, McDonald's divested from Chipotle. Uh, they they gave up. Um, the executives decided to, to pull out and, uh, wanted to focus all their attention on the McDonald's brand. So they gave up McDonald's, uh, no longer plays a part in Chipotle. I really thought they did. Um, and this is actually, uh, I believe most of my knowledge. Uh, so I was just reading from a business insider article, but that, uh, that my dad sent me, uh, when he wanted to inform me that McDonald's no longer played a part in the Chipotle, in the Chipotle machine. But, um, when I when I was referencing the fact that McDonald's did own Chipotle and, and had a majority stake in Chipotle, I was uh, taking my information from a I believe it's a PBS documentary I watched many many years ago, all about Chipotle and their uh, their sort of how they strive for for natural and organic ingredients and and food creation processes and there was a little blurb at the end about how McDonald's had bought them so I must have watched that thing longer far longer ago than I realized but. Uh, those are all the loose ends I we have to we had to tie up from to uh, from from the past few episodes. I know there weren't a ton, but I did want to get those out of the way, out the door. Uh, just uh, address those before our big finish tomorrow. Um, I just want to take a moment before we roll the theme one last time in this episode to say I if if you're if you're with us now, I am so incredibly thankful uh and grateful and and really honestly just happy and excited that you've been listening for this long um if you've been listening daily or you know anything near daily weekly monthly whatever if you've been listening at all seriously thank you so much um it it means a lot i've heard uh from some different friends of mine that they're really enjoying what we're doing here i hope you are too please as always feel free to leave comments on the blog on itunes wherever uh, we'll figure out some, uh, some, some, well, I guess there's, there's a little more to figure out in terms of, uh, in terms of how to link people around to that stuff. Uh, if you're not using iTunes directly, um, you're always welcome to comment on our blog, theintellectualkitchen.wordpress.com. Don't feel forced or coerced into doing so. Um, I do love reading feedback though. I will answer any questions or comments, follow up on any comments that you want me to, um, really, it has been an incredible ride. As I said, we are finishing up tomorrow. I appreciate you staying along so much. Again, if you've been listening at all, thank you. If you've been listening uh, daily, that is just absolutely incredible. Uh, in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful day. So you're probably not hearing you're you're probably not used to hearing the theme this many times in one show, but looks like this is a record. This is the third time we're playing the theme today in today's episode. Uh, really, I really hope you enjoyed our discussion today about uh, small plates, appetizers, and salads with an impromptu mac and cheese discussion and an impromptu guest 
some impromptu follow-up, some loose ends. We are tying it up. We are wrapping it up. We are so close. We're going to hit 20 episodes in our wonderful daily streak. In the meantime, have a nice day. Enjoy yourself.